good morning. Welcome once again to our weekly podcast, Tea Time with Tommy, where we take a few minutes each week and share a cup of tea together, and I can hopefully share encouragement as we look at different scriptures and devotional thoughts. Today's podcast is brought to you by Boulder Blues Green Tea. This handcrafted green tea blends fine Japanese sencha and Chinese dragon well for a smooth base with wild strawberries and rhubarb flavors for the subtle twist. So sit back with your cup of tea and relax for these few minutes as we listen to where this week's podcast Good morning. A warm teacup welcome to all those who are joining with us today. I hope that you're able to find a little spot and maybe got something warm to drink and cozy up together as we share these few minutes. We continue looking through Nehemiah. We've kind of camped out there for the last couple of weeks and we're going to stay there another few weeks, I think, unless the Lord leads us in a different direction. But last week we continued at looking uh, and how Nehemiah and the Jews responded to uh, all the criticism that was coming their way. Uh, we first looked at, at how to handle the enemy's attack in the right way, not to respond uh, the way that you were being uh, responded to, but also the need to, to handle the things, the certain specific things that the enemies say against us by turning to God and dealing with them by working even harder through our faith. I trust that uh, what we've learned so far in these passages will, actually that was the same passage both weeks, but that it will help us to be mindful uh, of what the enemy schemes in discouraging us. Uh, that we can press on with whatever God directs us to do through our journey in life. Whatever difficulties we might face, that we can keep our spirits high because we know that the Lord is with us every step of the way. We just keep saying to ourselves, Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. There's also another lesson that I've, I've found in this passage, and, and I, I definitely know that we can learn from it, and, and that's what we're going to focus on today. Not letting our talk discourage others. While we seek to overcome discouragement, we must also learn not to be the cause of discouragement to others. We must be careful with our words that we speak or even the words that we write to others because we don't want to become a source of someone else's discouragement. We're warned in James 3 that the tongue is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. Our tongue can inflict unimaginable pain and damage if we're not careful with it. But if it's used well under the Holy Spirit's leadership, it can be used to comfort, to encourage, edify and to strengthen others and that is what we want to look at today i'm going to read um uh, it's a lengthy passage today we're continuing in chapter four we're going to skip on down to beginning in verse 14 and i'll read through the end of chapter four today in nehemiah uh again we'll start at verse 14 and read through the end of the chapter and then highlight a couple of things and I looked and arose and said to the nobles, to the leaders, and to the rest of the people, Do not be afraid of them. Remember the Lord, great and awesome, and fight for your brethren, your sons, your daughters, your wives, and your houses. 
And it happened when our enemies heard that it was known to us and that God had brought their plot to nothing, that all of us returned to the wall, everyone to his work. So it was from that time on that half of my servants worked at construction while the other half held the spears, the shields, the bows, and wore armor. And the leaders were behind all the house of Judah. Those who built on the wall and those who carried burdens loaded themselves so that with one hand they worked at construction and with the other hand held a weapon. Every one of the builders had his sword girded at his side as he built, and the one who sounded the trumpet was beside me. And then I said to the nobles, the rulers, and the rest of the people, The work is great and extensive, and we are separated far from one another on the wall. Wherever you hear the sound of the trumpet, rally to us there. Our God will fight for us. So we labored in the work, and half of the men held the spears from daybreak until the stars appeared. At the same time, I also said to the people, Let each man and his servants stay at night in Jerusalem, that they may be our guard by night and a working party by day. So neither I, my brethren, my servants, nor the men of the guard who followed me took off our clothes, except that everyone took them off for washing. Now again, I skipped 7 through 13, uh, but I encourage you to go back and, and to read that. But let, let's look at verse 14 again, where we see Nehemiah uh, encouraging. Uh, he says that, uh, I looked up and arose and said to the nobles and, and to the leaders, uh, and to the rest of the people, do not be afraid of them. Remember the Lord. Remember the Lord great and awesome and fight for your brethren, your sons, your daughters, your wives, and your houses. And, and then in verse 20, after giving the instructions to the Jews, he ended with the words, Our God shall fight for us. Nehemiah was a great encourager. And we need those people in our lives today, and we need to strive to be those people. Among the spiritual gifts that God has given to the church is certainly the gift of encouragement. And if you have this gift, I, I want to be an encouragement to you to use it well because the church needs it. Even if you don't have this gift of encouragement or you don't recognize that you have this gift of encouragement, you can still do your part to give a little encouragement to others. It doesn't necessarily require a lot of time and effort on your part, uh, but it can be an assignment, if you will, for all of us. Uh, even today, before this day ends, think of someone who needs an encouraging word. Think of someone who needs maybe a little note or a text message, or a phone call. It could make a difference in the way that they go throughout the rest of this week. It could make a tremendous difference in what's happening in their lives at this very moment. Let us realize that even in the smallest amount of encouragement, it can give, it can go such a long way in helping others. What's the best way to encourage a person? Certainly, pointing them to the Lord. The basis of Nehemiah's encouragement that we find here, he is directing the people to the Lord. Verse 14 again, remember the Lord. Verse 20 again, our God shall fight for us. 
the best thing we can do to encourage anyone is to press on toward the goal, the high calling. The best way to be encouraged is to keep our eyes focused on Jesus, to meditate on the love that is shown to us each and every day, on all the blessings, all that he has done and is continuing to do for us. Think of all the great victory that he's won in your life. Think of all the situations he's brought you through. Think of all the the blessings, the the marvelous blessings that he has purchased for you specifically, for, for your family, for your church. There's really nothing that can encourage us better than the thought of the Lord Jesus Christ. Don't be a stumbling block to someone else through your words. Don't become discouragement. Even in the midst of our own discouragement, continue to strive to be an encourager. And in that, through the Holy Spirit, through God's love shown to us through Jesus Christ, we will find encouragement. Thank you so much again for joining us on this week's podcast, Tea Time with Tommy where we're continuing to walk through Nehemiah. We have spent three weeks and we've covered chapter four. Uh, We will continue, I believe, in the next few weeks to look at some of the encouragement drawn from Nehemiah and the Jews as they're uh, overcoming oppression, discouragement to rebuild that wall. I look so forward to hosting you again next week on Tea Time with Tommy. Until then, may your cup overflow with his blessings.